watching One Piece. We are! Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece, uh, an anime rewatch podcast on the anime One Piece. My name is Joe, and I'm joined by Jory. Um, how are, how are you, Jory? I'm I'm doing good. I uh, I have a nice new recording space because the reason why we took a while to get this one out is I've been moving between also working two jobs. So, uh, but I have a nice desk that I'm gonna populate with some One Piece figures that I've been kept in my Amazon list for like at least a year now that I can finally <laughs> purchase. <laughs> You're like I finally have a place to put these. Exactly. Yeah, I I can relate. I don't have that many one piece figures but i do have like two chopper figures and a chopper plushie and a chopper funko pop and chopper's hat <laughs> and then i could like a couple other one piece characters you haven't met yet but um and it, there are some really good one piece figures i'm sad um there's like no robin ones that i want cuz robin's like <laughs> my favorite straw hat but yet all of the figures of her are just like half naked giant titties and you can't like (laughs) like her face doesn't really look super like robin unless i'm spending like 80 bucks or more so yeah that's that's something that we haven't talked about but robin's face is very distinct and i feel like in figure form it might not translate well and i think it's it's just one of those things with the one piece art style it's a little like jarring in three dimensions yeah, and it's weird because I feel like it translates really well for most characters and like character designs. Because even I don't even feel this way about Nami, but like most Robin figures, I'm like that could be any anime woman. It's just like, but like you're <laughs> like in motion in the anime, she's so distinct. Like I don't feel like she looks different. Um, although maybe maybe her um time skip design is a little bit more generic in the face but mm. i don't know anime figure discourse <laughs> that's not why we're here today <laughs> um it's not um, no <laughs> so we are still in skypea and we're gonna do a couple yes. more episodes of it today it was so we're gonna talk about 164 through 168 you said yeah Ugh, a lot of things are gonna happen <laughs> in these couple episodes um yeah it's uh so where we left off with gone fall dying i think or getting a something like that we we presume that both gone fall and uh chopper were about to die because chopper jumped into gone fall into the water and then he remembered that he doesn't know how to well he's not that he doesn't know how he just physically cannot swim Mm -hmm. and uh he was just kind of admitting to his death and then they get magically saved. We don't really see much of that till till the end of that. In between is just um we get to we get some discussion from the Shandians, who, as previously discussed, are kind of like these seeming more tribal people that live in Skypea and are kind of fighting to get to take land back from the upper sky kind of people. They're kind of talking about how it's nice that uh gone fall is fighting in with one of the priests because it makes things just that much easier for them that they're gonna be weakened and distracted so they can kind of enact their plan mm-hmm. also last time we saw luffy and sanji beat up um the the ball man the, uh, oh yeah the, 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 the balls the, the trial of balls 
Luckily, we got all of our ball talk contained into one episode. Um, that is nice. Um, except for this. So we'll move on quickly. So that happens. Um, and so, uh, so what happens first in this episode? Is it, it's Wiper. Yeah. We get to meet Wiper, who, I'm just going to. We've met him before. Well, we learn his name, but also we, um, we learn more about him. It's not just, um, because we see him briefly in one of the last episodes talking in the tribe um yeah he has a pretty distinct design compared to most of them yeah. so you can kind of tell that he's you know well, a, we a we character. like unofficially met him at the beginning of the arc because mm-hmm. he's the guy with the mask who charged at them with a bazooka mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no wiper's pretty rad um he's yeah. he's kind of morally gray for a while in this arc just because the nature of um, the the Shandians is kind of weird until you learn more about them. Um, yeah. Uh, but he uh, does a bunch of stuff from here on out. <laughs> um, and he's not a big fan of God. No. It seems that they've had a long beef with, with God. Even back when uh, Gone Fall was God, which we get more info on, which I was very happy to to find out about. But <clears throat> there's just been uh, just con- con- constant uh, turmoil between like the Shandians and uh, the other uh, people of Skypea, and this is basically they're kind of ramping up to finally do something about it. Mm-hmm. There's some more stuff with that small girl too. Um, I'm not sure if it explains what happens with her but she sort of um can sense satori losing one of the priests or the the ball priest losing to sanji luffy which um uh she also notices some other things um related to gonfall and shura it's a bit later when we learn how she can hear things um but it's we we talked a lot about it last time with uh how the priests could sort of tell things before it happened yeah at at the end we get a we get a huge huge reveal one we find out that it kind of it kind of plays into both but chopper notices that those there's giant south birds the ones that like always face south are flying and basically they're the ones who saved him and gone fall and then also uh, Nami makes the discovery that this upper yard was part of Jaya before it was up in the sky. So yes. basically, the the massive knock up stream knocked an entire island into the sky. Yeah, that's a pretty big plot point in this whole damn arc. But um, this is when it's finally kind of revealed that like, hey, all of Nolan's story was true. This was Jaya. That's why there's like soil. It's just sort of on top of the clouds, which is ridiculous. But um, a lot of things start to fall into place after that. Um, yeah, like especially like why the South Birds would be here, um, and potentially why pe- people would be here in general. So there's a lot to do with that. Um, that happens a bit later in this episode. Before that, we do see Usopp chasing down a boat. And I want to talk about that <laughs> because 
I remember this vaguely, and I'm reading it. The name of Usopp's technique, I should say, to catch the boat. <laughs> yeah, we uh we completely <laughs> for- forgot uh how to talk about this l- last time because it's just a brief thing that doesn't do much. But uh, <laughs> he has a belt that can shoot a grappling hook. <laughs> but it doesn't have a way for him to detach the grappling hook at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it detached the rope, so he just kind of swung in place. But it's just Usopp, ah, because he's doing a Tarzan yell. It's great. Which, I, which I'm not. I don't, uh, too bad we didn't have great timing so we could talk about this with the Tarzan world of Kingdom Hearts. But Yeah, no, that was ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's. Great. I love Usopp. I love all of his stupid ideas. Um, <laughs> so, I'm skim ahead. Um, we also learned that the other priests know that Satori has been defeated. Um, and they also can sense the Shandians. I don't know when we learned their names. I don't know when we learned that they're from Shandia or whatever. We kind of learned uh, within these last couple episodes. I know we talked about it in the last one. Mm-hmm. They don't really explain it up until uh, an upcoming episode, like what it all means. But mm-hmm. they they did at least establish the name. Okay, I just I'm glad I'm not spoiling it for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a minor detail, but it's easier to say than tribe. Um, yeah. So all that goes on. A lot of people learn a lot of things in this episode. Um, and we also get to see the other uh, priests. Mm-hmm. Which we saw Sky Rider because he was fighting with uh, John Paul. Mm-hmm. We also see Sky Punk who has funny hair, and Sky Breeder who has a big ass dog. Yes, so big ass dog dude <laughs> is like he looks like a biker. It's a super yeah. like super interest like super like not interesting but also like not boring design. It's weird. The dog is yeah a nice <laughs> touch. Um, but yeah, let's talk about. You said punk. Punk man. Um, he's really, yeah. really good. <laughs> I don't know if you got a chance to see. He makes this face a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> um, every time I know that. Every time he they, gets like shocked or something. They actually commented on his face too. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's 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 one of the best. Skypea has some of the top top tier faces that Oda has drawn. <laughs> Um, and for sure, this guy has, has, uh, contributed a lot to that. He also forgets to do very normal things like breathe and blink. So we get to see a couple of those. Those are the, the highest people under God. And that's a weird fucking phrase to say, but comes with the territory. Um, (laughs) does anything else happen in this episode? I'm pretty sure that it kind of ends on the climax that, um, we, we learn that. Oh yeah! Oh, that's it. They see the the other half of Nolan's house. That's how they put it. Together. Yeah, that that's that's how they match it up because he had that like weird cover on it, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of a gag at that point. But now it actually means something. <laughs> yeah, One Piece is really good about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, then Chopper learns that Gonfall was the previous god. So now I think I think he's the first person to actually know that from the Straw Hats. We talk about it yeah. a lot and throw it around because we know, but... So then that moves on to the next episode in which Nami starts to think, 
man, that means there's gold here, right? <laughs> yeah. If uh, he was telling the truth. So we we see the Shandians up against the priests briefly, I think. They, they have kind of like a big battle going on for a couple episodes, but we, mm-hmm. we only see like snippets of it. Well, the Shandians are like uh, invading up on the upper yard to like kind of combat um what's going on. Well, I'm trying to take advantage of the situation and take back the upper yard. The other priests kind of swoop in, and up until the end of like this episode chunk, I was wondering if they just kind of got to skip over the other three trials because they don't really interact with the other priests in this, which mm-hmm. I kind of expected it to be just that really basic shonen thing of you got to defeat the four bad guys to get to the bigger bad guy. Yeah, it kind <laughs> of... Um, and, and and I think it hints at it when Shura is attacking Gonfall at the same time. Um, yeah, is it they they kind of get to do the the one piece patented separate and fight thing, which yeah, I'm a really big fan of how that ends up going on in this arc. Um, mainly just because of one fight that we'll get to, but um, we will that's a bit later. I think that's near the end of the arc one piece typically is like here's all the small fights and then after they're done they focus on luffy fighting the big bad um yeah which is predictable but i'm okay with it because it's still good in this a a lot of shonen tropes are predictable but that doesn't make them not fun yeah yeah like i'm trying to think there's probably an exception with one piece probably dress rosa just because it's so fucking long that it manages to (laughs) subvert it but Dress Rose was like three arcs in one. And so so is Water 7, which is a bit different too. Um, so let's talk about Team Luffy um, sort of going along this, this milky road. Um, and they run into Wiper. Yeah, this is, this is a good exchange. <laughs> because they're just traveling along the milky road and then they... They hear like the explosions because uh, Wiper shot at him with his giant bazooka, and Luffy's like, "What the fuck?" and just uh, does his uh, his balloon uh-huh. where he just inflates and just knocks it back. And he's just like, "Why would you do that?" Yeah, <laughs> and it it surprises them all. They're like, "Oh shit, he has a devil fruit power." I I don't know if it's gonna go more into talking about devil fruit in. Skypea, uh kind of makes sense that the Shandians would have some understanding of Devil Fruit because of what were what is revealed in just a couple episodes. But for the most part, it feels like Skypea is pretty separated from the rest of the world. They even yeah. kind of hint at that as well. I mean, there's some things where it's like it kind of would be weird if all these mystical god powers and stuff that they're talking about happen, but they're just confused at why there's a rubber boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's set up pretty interestingly, and I think it's supported by, like, just how long... Well, I mean, the, the chunk of Jaya itself wasn't the, the, like, beginning, I don't think, of Skypea. It might have been. I'm not... I'm fuzzy on the details. It's been so long. But um, there definitely is this, like separation where the 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 skypeans don't really know about like they have their own technology and they're like yeah we don't really know much about the blue sea um and the the it'll it'll how do i say this in the vaguest way possible 
it'll pay off really, really well that they're not familiar <laughs> with Devil Fruits, and it'll make a lot of things make sense. There's a, good, there's a really good conversation waiting at the end of this arc for us, and I just mm. really don't want to get into it yet because I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> um, not like huge surprise spoils, but like still it's just satisfying to go through it. So <laughs> Luffy tries to fight Wiper. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, the- how does that go? <laughs> It does. It, it doesn't go well because it just kind of doesn't uh, work. Um, he's more, fo- he's more focused on uh taking down God, and that they're kind of warring, and that Luffy and and the all the people from the Blue Sea aren't really their concern, and just basically telling them that they're not going to make it out alive anyway, so they're not going to bother with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they don't. They don't know who who the straw hats are, and and what their luck is with impossible situations. So, uh, of course, they'll say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, more snippets of the Shandy and battle with the priests, which will be interspersed. So we probably don't have to mention it every time. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely fleshes out the world. I think to 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 see this happening. Um, yeah, I wish. There were straw hats involved in it already, um, just to ground it a bit more. Yeah. But I, I think with what happens later, it would kind of help if one of the straw hats like ended up being like part of the group or something. Like mm-hmm. when they got separated, ended up being part of the Shandian group and was kind of learning about it separate from the rest of the crew. So when they met up, like yeah, I think... have that big group catch up exposition moment. That's when everything comes together. Yeah, like the our, the the role initiative moment that we've coined. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, because I think I think if Robin followed the girl, I think she would be the perfect person to just sort of sit back and learn. Um, cause yeah, I I it feels reductive to say that not only because her being like one of the two women and um it, that also ends up just kind of being her role a lot of the time is to be very hands off. Pardon the yeah. pun. Um, but, um, so that when she could be very hands-on. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I I think just her nature of like, she's such a, she loves to learn things and she's very intuitive. So generally when there's anything that like requires any sort of knowledge, she's the go-to, which I think that's more than, oh, she's the woman. So she does the less physical things. I think it's just everyone in the Straw Hats is an idiot. Except yeah. for Robin. <laughs> um, she she seems to be the only person who's not prone to emotional outbursts. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, Nami's only emotional outburst is from how greedy she is. <laughs> yeah. There's some really, really good characterization of Robin in that. But um, just sort of, you know, take that idea, pop it in the back of your head, forget about it. Um, so... Uh, bah, bah, bah. So Luffy is getting towards the uh, the sacrificial altar with the Mary on it, and so is Team Zoro. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think also it's I'm reading that Zoro thought that Chopper was dead, but he's not. So <laughs> same. Uh, nah, it looks like Luffy fights some sharks to. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was just one of the one of those things where. Uh... Luffy hasn't gotten to punch stuff yet, so mm-hmm. nature tries to kill the Straw Hats, and Luffy just destroys nature. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a, a bit, bunch a of bit sharks. of it at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of sharks jump out of the water, ready to attack, and then Luffy just 
<laughs> beats them all up. Mm-hmm. In, <laughs> in Luffy fashion. Yeah. This is when the group gets together again, right? Yeah. Um, we have a nice reunion. Mm-hmm. So the the Straw Hats are together again in, in one happy uh, family. Then they decide that they shouldn't sleep at, on the ship. Uh, it's a bit too dangerous. So they go and camp out in the woods, which I guess is safer. Um, I, only, I guess at least it's more hidden. Um, yeah. So they all sort of talk about the people they saw and what they've learned. Um, typically that between Chopper and Luffy, they've seen half of the priests now. Um, yeah. I don't know and if Luffy is... mentions Wiper. He doesn't. I, I, the Kind of the main thing they talk about is like the priest and the discovery about uh, it, how it used to be, how used to be part of Jaya. And it's also where they kind of discuss the mantra and they it's given a name there. Do they name it or did where they where they learn the name from? I that I I can't really remember. The the sometimes I found with watching subtitles from undisclosed streaming service <laughs> that <laughs> that stuff just kind of pops up. <laughs> and they just kind of discuss how weird it is that the priests were able to kind of predict their movements and everything because mm-hmm. we we've well i think uh gone fall might have mentioned it mm-hmm. to yeah chopper yeah the mantra is pretty cool and now i can say the name of it so it makes it much easier to talk about yeah. um but it's still a bit weird abstract yeah it's it's <laughs> weird and later on when you know more about the well when oda figures out the rest of the concept in like f- fucking 500 years it won't <laughs> make more sense but you'll see enough examples where it'll click i think um because it, it it seems a bit abstract to be like oh they can sense things before it happens it's kind of just like a really really keen sense of everything within skypea it's a bit more basic of just what you've seen already that um they can sort of sense things around them be it hearing things from far away or um just sort of being able to really really accurately predict what someone's going to do or where they're going to be in like a few seconds which we saw in the the ordeal of balls and as we know that god at least can hear everything in skypea yeah except for at gonfall's house which is probably a bad decision on on his part um (laughs) that i i'm Hoping for some kind of understanding as to why he can't at Gone Falls House specifically, or because it seems like he can. It's not just the, just the upper yard. He can. It's everywhere in Skypea, as far as we can tell. Mm-hmm. I think it's a range thing. I'm not sure, um, because hmm. I don't remember that detail about Gone Falls House from my from fucking watching this in 2014. Um. <laughs> But uh, that would be my guess. So ultimately, this conversation, this camping trip, ends with the decision of taking gold from the city of gold. Yeah, basically get the money and get out. Yeah, which I mean, they are the pirates here. The, um, they, they are pirates. It's It kind of gets lost at a lot of points that their yeah. ultimate goal is treasure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's still the driving force. Yeah, Luffy saves so many civilizations and yeah. governments from corruption that it gets lost that actually they just kind of steal shit sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's like, I'm going to make 
I don't know if this is a grown full co- comparison, but it's like, did you ever play Sid Meier's Pirates? I didn't. Okay. Well, like, the main thing is, as you can tell, his name is to become a pirate, but a lot, most of the time, whenever I'd play it, I'd completely forget about finding the grand treasures and becoming the best pirate like it talks about, and I'd mm-hmm. just get involved in, like, the government intrigue and, like, romancing the, uh, like, government officials' daughters to get myself control of the island and, like, betraying Spanish government for the French and they're <laughs> betraying the French to go back to Spain. And it's like, it, it's, it goes back into that romance dawn kind of thing, how mm-hmm. it, it's focusing on the romantic kind of idea of a pirate where yeah, treasure is their dri- driving force, but that's not what's important. It's, it's adventure that is yeah. important. Um, I've probably talked about Skies of Arcadia on the show before. Um, Only brief or briefly. Y- yeah, it's like my favorite <laughs> game ever, or at least child me's. I've probably played a game. Like, I don't know, Persona 5 is pretty damn good. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm, it's about to turn, it's, it's about to hit its 17th birthday and I'm like trying to write something about it. And I always draw these comparisons between it and One Piece because you play as pirates, but like you end up like saving the entire goddamn world from a corrupt dictator government and overall defeating these like weapons designed to be gods over people. Um, and it's ridiculously like, yeah, but they're pirates though. Um, it, interestingly <laughs> enough, I, I, I like to pretend that Skies of Arcadia was inspired by One Piece, but then One Piece was later inspired by Skies of Arcadia because of just the nature of it running for so long. Um, because, uh, I think I talked about the, the very first Romance Dawn story where, there was two different types of pirates, like peace mains and whatever the bad one's called. And yeah, that's, you've mentioned that. That's basically what Skies of Arcadia does, is um, blue rogues and black pirates uh, of good good and bad. Um, and, and between that and like things that happen at the end of Skies of Arcadia that are very similar to what happened at, in Dressrosa, they're just sort of like, hmm, maybe it's just because I like them both, but... Um, both definitely have this like oh we're pirates but we uh strive to do well and there's this sort of overpowering like there's definitely this like not like revolutionary i guess yeah revolutionary might actually be the word to sort of create a world that is sort of good for everybody not just the the chosen few and i think that romantic side of piracy is something both of these things have in common um, and why Luffy, you, Luffy generally ends up doing that more than anything else. Um, but sometimes he gets lucky and there is corruption at the City of Gold. Um, so, uh, also convenient for Nami, who I imagine is more invested in that. <laughs> Pretty much. He, he loves that gold. Yeah. But um, at this point, that's all the Straw Hats to actually care about. <laughs> um, he, yeah, because... We're we're given like the area's turmoil, but the Straw Hats themselves really don't have a reason to care. Yeah, they're not invested in the Shandians. I don't even think they know about the Shandians' like actual plight yet, other than Luffy. Yeah. saw a Wiper, and he was like, "I'm gonna go beat up God." And Luffy's like, "I was gonna do that, but 
I, I guess I just forgot. Um, I, I mean, he found his crew and his ship, and he's probably good to go now. We we get the sort of I don't know what it's actually. I keep trying to make these D and D references because they're they're easy, but I don't. <laughs> Whatever it's called when they get to like roll their health die, that's basically what's going on now. Um, a a moment of rest. Whenever you level up, you get your hit die. Yeah. Um, so that's happening. Uh, so Sanji's cooking. Chopper's doctoring. Um, <laughs> Literally for both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Usopp goes to... Or Usopp is planning to go fix the ship. Um, yeah, yeah has, we get... He hasn't gone yet. We get some, uh, some fun, fun adventure... Like just that nice party between mm-hmm. the straw hats and a pack of wolves. Oh my god, I love this scene. This is this is it, the halfway point of the show. I wasn't sure if it was this or a later camp bonfire thing, but I guess if there's wolves there, then I know it's this one. Um, it's, Luffy it's, makes like a really good wolf face at one point. It's it's, so it's good. just so good because the wolves show up and there's like a big like. A mean one who you can tell he's supposed to be like the alpha wolf because he has an eye scar and Chopper is translating for him. And it's great because you're hearing like the growling in the background. And whenever Chopper is repeating what the wolf said, he does like a, a child's tough guy voice. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it, it's, it's a fun interaction because they're, they're all talking and basically. The the alpha wolf says, "Hey, you can't be here. This land's ours," and that kind of sets something off in Nami, who really wants the treasure, who gets mad and just punches the wolf because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're telling it to get, telling him to get out, <laughs> and ba- it kind of just uh, settles it, saying, "Hey, we're we're just here for the gold, not to steal the land and everything." And then they have a nice party <laughs> with. Where the we see the wolves like walking on two legs and <laughs> drinking alcohol with Zoro. Mm-hmm. It's it's a fun time. <laughs> uh, there's a, I guess there's a gag in there where Luffy doesn't realize that um, there's more than one god, so Luffy thinks that he needs to beat up Gonfall briefly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that's a good one. I guess in between that, there's a brief bit. Uh, of some Shandians recovering from battle. Uh, I don't know if we learned their names yet, but um, there's a guy with really nice sunglasses who um, uh, is injured. Yeah, we do get their name do, at, okay. at this point. Yeah, okay, so Kamakiri is who I'm talking about with the, with the nice sunglasses. Yes. Um, we, He's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, uh, we later see Wiper, who um, is also upset about these going-ons. Uh, Gonfall mentions something about the upper yard being called the holy land what makes it the holy land um which yeah I, which i guess the shandians are calling verse i don't know if we talked about that already so you in the last steps uh, last time we recorded we were talking about how you, you were asking if they mentioned the name and basically it's they call it verse because they it, from what i gathered it's since it's just like ground that came up from uh the blue sea but somehow it can stay afloat in the sky sea they didn't really explain that i'm i'm just willing to believe it because it's not that important Mm -hmm. but obviously plants don't grow in skypea so that's kind of why they revere and this birth is very uh valuable to them because they're able to get like plants and stuff in the sky with it Mm -hmm. 
So it's kind of a very important thing for them. Yeah. Every time I look at the, the spelling of Earth, I think if it's like V Earth or like Virtual <laughs> Earth. That'd be that'd be better. <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah, Kamakiri talks a bit about um, uh, needing to keep fighting. I think this is the night after. We're in the next episode. The night after the the bonfire, Usopp goes out um, to uh, to relieve himself, and Zoro refuses to join him <laughs> and protect yeah. him. It, it it's it's something that I don't I don't know if it's partially for a gag or it's just a Japanese cultural thing I don't understand. Well, well now think think have, like saying it out loud is something I've noticed with uh, entertainment in general is when someone wakes up in the middle of the night to go pee. They can't just, like, walk, like, behind the closest tree or, like, just behind the tent. Mm-hmm. They have to go way the fuck off else somewhere so something can happen to them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he sees a spooky ghost fixing up the going merry. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, this isn't, like, uh, I was gonna make a joke about, it, like, oh, now it's our Halloween episode, there's a spooky ghost. <laughs> but kind of not really. Uh, so yes, yeah, someone, something is on the ship, sort of fixing it up, and Usopp, I guess, is so freaked out about this that he just fucking passes out cold right there. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 that's something I wasn't sure if, like, he just passed out because he was scared, or if it was some sort of supernatural thing that made him, because when Zoro finds him the next day, he has the scary anime eyes with no pupils, which mm-hmm. usually means something bad happened or someone's knocked out, but... Seems like he just got so spooked he <laughs> he just fell fell back asleep. Yeah. So so before we learn anything more about that, we see these priests again. Um, sort yeah, of. Yeah, they they got summoned by by God, mm-hmm. and they're coming up there to visit him. And it's just an like it starts off with uh the sky punk or Giratsu. He's it, with his his goofy face of him like biting on his bottom lip mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're basically telling him hey you when you talk like that you sound even more weird when you're biting on your lip so you should probably stop yeah <laughs> uh it's so good um and they just kind of start arguing among each other mm-hmm. and end up like arguing and fi- fighting because over who's the strongest and that they could be they could get the job done if they weren't having to work together and uh we two like very biblical people looking show up. One of them just looks like a very fat version of the other, but it's just two uh, Skypea people with like robes on and curlyish hair that looks like every single generic character out of a History Channel Bible reenactment. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they talk about much before the next thing happens. No, um, they're just kind of like arguing and then the. Uh, other, I don't know if they're priests or anything, but they're some sort of attendees to uh, God's temple, I think, is what it, what they were at. Um, basically tell them, hey, you guys should stop fighting before God shows up. <laughs> yeah. Guys, come on, he's about to get here. <laughs> and then uh, what, when God shows up, it's just Eminem at BlizzCon, because he really likes Zenyatta. So... <laughs> yeah. God, you're right. <laughs> Fuck! (laughs) It's damn. Never gonna fucking unsee that shit now. Like I know it's Eminem. It's so obviously Eminem, but with like gauged ears. Um, Yeah. 
and every like that's i think one of the oda always likes to sort of draw characters as one piece versions of popular figures but like holy <laughs> shit is this one obvious but yeah no that um that like i don't remember the religion it's from or what it's a reference to the the thing on his back um, yeah but yeah d- yeah it's fucking very similar <laughs> to zenyatta um so this is this is god you've met god now and he's super disappointing <laughs> visually yeah he's that's how you know he's a bad one <laughs> Like, uh, Crocodile, he definitely, he, he looks like a mob boss, and it kind of fits his whole, his whole thing of, like, political intrigue and corruption, that he, he just looks like, uh, a mafioso, mm-hmm. but God just kind of looks like a dude. Like, yeah. To some dude. Yeah, and <laughs> don't get me wrong, I like Anel's character and characterization. We're not done with it yet. Once we get to, like in the game of this arc and we know exactly what's going on you'll be like he looks exactly like the person that he is <laughs> um <laughs> for better or for worse uh but he reveals um some of his plans and what he's planning yeah. on doing and mainly about this this arc i don't know if he names it then or much about it but it, it 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 wasn't really clear. I was mostly just confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, I don't remember the details specifically of what he tells them. I know what happens. Um yeah. but he sort of talks about all the stuff he plans on doing, which um mainly involves using this arc, um, this big old boat. I'm not really sure what he plans on doing with it at this point. Um or at very least what he tells them. Yeah. This is not a very good I, I, recap. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> it's supposed to I was just kind of lost because it's just sudden exposition. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Mm. I'm supposed <laughs> to help you when that happens, but I just genuinely don't remember what he tells them. And I don't want to spoil something if I'm, if I'm wrong, but uh, he's got some plans. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> um, and, th- and they focus around this boat. Uh, so... Gone fall at the same time is like, man, I wonder what Anel's gonna do. So, um, let's flash back to the Straw Hats, who conveniently have a repaired ship now. Um, yeah, they don't, uh, and Usopp makes the comment of, I think it was Usopp anyway, saying, isn't it weird that they fixed it up even though they don't know how the Going Mary used to look? Yeah, that's an interesting detail to the whole fucking situation. Um, I'm not, I don't remember visually. I don't remember how how much of rough shape it was in. Um, it, it had like the mast off, and like yeah, it was in pretty rough shape. And at this point now, it just looks like it's held how together. it used to, but yeah. with a bunch of like iron plates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean. The hard part of this, and I don't think they've realized it yet, the Straw Hats haven't, is the ship has to also survive getting down. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, something I'm I'm a little curious about, mm-hmm. <laughs> because cause they're going to have to go in, like, they're going to have to get down somehow. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a very minor plot point that I think it's it's really just dismissed in Skypea, but it's definitely building up to, um that point that's very obvious of just like this ship can't really take 
all the shit that we've thrown at it, especially considering like it wasn't built as a pirate ship, you know, it's just kind of a, a boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they use the, the sharks to pull the ship um, yeah. down, down the altar. Well, also you using chopper as bait. Yes. <laughs> understand. Basically that their, their first plan was to just tie it to the, the dial boat thing. And then Usopp, like, sped forward, and it was all confident, and it ended up just pulling the uh, little dinghy apart. Mm -hmm. So they used uh, Chopper as bait so they could could use the rope tied around the Sky Sharks to get the boat off the altar into the uh, sky water. Mm -hmm. And um, basically their their plan that, that Nami came up with was to... Have one half of the crew guide the boat along the Milky Milky Road, and then the other half of the crew find the gold, so that they can uh get the gold, meet up, and get the fuck out of Skypea. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Super grab and go plan, which is like smarter than they usually are when it comes to yeah. this shit. Um. Although really, I can't. This is the first time they've really been like in a pirate ass situation. It's usually yeah. um, like, <laughs> whoops, we stopped here because we need a doctor. Whoops, we, I don't know, stopped here to eat and suddenly there are pirates <laughs> here. Uh, or yeah. whoops, we decided to help this princess um, save her country. They haven't gotten to that whoops part yet. It seemed like it, but they got themselves out of it for now. But yeah, so they split the party again, um, which will probably mm-hmm. go just perfectly fine. Which is always a mistake if yeah. we're going along with the D and D stuff. Yeah, never not only party. does it does it drag things out and makes one half the party bored while the other half is doing stuff, it just usually mm-hmm. ends pretty badly. Yeah. And uh I was thinking about it and it works really well with, with One Piece as compared to some other shonen because in One Piece, like you get the whole crew is great characters, while with stuff like Naruto or Dragon Ball Z you get some pretty cool side characters, but they're not as fully fleshed out as you might want. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, the main guy who, when it's not about him, it's because he's going to come in and save them eventually. Yeah. Um. Very few times have I ever felt that. I don't. Th- actually, I don't know if I've ever felt that way about a group in One Piece where I was like, that's a bad combination. Right now they're split up where I'm at in the show. And and that's the closest I think I've gotten where I'm like, only one of them is particularly strong. And they're going up against a really strong person. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Or I will. You'll see it in like two years. Um, uh, but with, uh, with this, like they even showed us how even like groups that you think wouldn't work well still ha- could do some neat stuff almost immediately with Chopper and Usopp. Uh, in mm-hmm. Alabasta, because Usopp is still kind of useless, and Chopper <laughs> is is just a child, so you don't think they'd get much done together. But be- because both of them kind of think outside the box for how they fight and everything, yeah, so it it works really well. Usopp's lack of development becomes a really interesting plot point and characterization point soon. So I'm kind of like, part of me is like, man, I wish he did more in Skypea, but. Also, if he did, like, there might be, it might not not be as powerful when he, um, yeah, (laughs) let's get to this, I don't remember, eventually they reach this tree root, (laughs) 
that may or may not be moving. Yeah, that's in the last episode yeah. we watched where they're kind of going out and Ch- Chopper thought he saw the tree root moving because and he didn't want to say anything because he didn't want them to make fun of him and seem like he's mm-hmm. scared. So he just continues trying. But how along. does that work out for Chopper? <laughs> um, it uh, it turns out after Luffy notices it, it turns out they're getting attacked by a giant snake. Yeah, that uh, and as soon as they've realized it's a giant snake, we cut away to the other half because we we got to be left in suspense while exposition mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, <laughs> which the the exposition starts off. Really fun with uh, Gone Fall being like, well, when I was God six years ago, (laughs) (laughs) and the basically what what we hear is that when uh, is that um Shandia like Shandians used to be obviously from the Blue Sea, and when they were when it got shot up into Skypea of people of the Sky Sea. Already kind of revered uh, the stuff that would get knocked knocked up from the stream as being special, like the Virth, or they they showed like little snippets of like a a teddy bear and like a instrument shooting up. Once the chunk of Jaya got knocked up, basically all the people from the Sky Islands were like, "Hey, this is ours now, so you guys go somewhere mm-hmm. else." And because of that, for the last four hundred years. Uh, sh- the people of Shandia and Sky Islands have been at war. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it, it's it's. I don't I, I don't know if Oda intended for it to be some kind of manifest destiny type analogy by having the uh, Shandians like live in teepees and mm-hmm. stuff. Because I don't know how much a people in Japan would know about like Native American even being yeah. a thing outside of questionable John Yeah, Wayne I'm movies. unsure. Um, <laughs> but regardless of intent, it definitely has that <laughs> feeling and it's it's it, it's it's yeah. also deep enough to read to to read that reading of it. Um and, and it makes yeah. this uh this this interesting sort of situation where like I, I think it's interesting to sort of see Gone Fall as this really complicated character. <laughs> um, he was like, everything sucked and I really couldn't make it better. <laughs> yeah, basically there was some kind of uh, coup with Enel and his priests to take over Gone Fall's position mm-hmm. as God. And I, I'm not sure at this point if God is supposed to be like uh, an elected official or some kind. I mean, of, it like, probably wasn't. <laughs> if it was, if it's some sort, it has to be some sort of like agreed upon position. Yeah, whether it's through birthright or through some other. Yeah, means. um, it, I don't know if it's really explained how Gonfall gains this position, but it's it's. It's not so all-encompassing because Anel was able to be like, hey, I'm going to literally, like, strong-arm you out of it, and no one's going to be able to stop me. Like, so it's, it can become a dictatorship situation. Yeah, and it's it's also, like, the people have some sort of rapport with the person Mm -hmm. who's God. When Konis said to Gonfall, I miss when you were God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... It's so, pretty and, interesting. 
that it's like it doesn't yeah. feel like our typical idea of what a god might be within a culture. It's very like Yeah. Sup man, I was walking down the street, saw God, hung out. Yeah. Chill. <laughs> it it feels kind of like uh some vague form of theocracy. What I'm able to gather from it is the reason they have the position and the reason why the upper yard is like where they send people for punishment is because they revere it as something special because it came from the blue sea that there's uh they feel some sort of need to have someone like there to make sure no one mm-hmm. ruins it and uh Gonfall they also work as some kind of emissary because uh Gonfall talks about how he was able to he was well unsuccessfully tried to kind of patch relations between uh the Shandians and people from uh the Sky Islands. Mhm. Yeah. So it's interesting sort of backstory that uh Skypea has um not not unlike any other fucking place the Straw Hats dip their foot into. Um <laughs> Yeah, they haven't really ever been anywhere boring. No. And I can't Well, I'd say maybe the first island they were at was the most yeah. boring. <laughs> because we don't get to hear the island's history besides there's a marine dick. Yeah, there's a couple other... I, I would say a couple <laughs> islands in the future are like not really about the island struggle as much as like other struggles. Mm. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I haven't been bored with One Piece. So um, <laughs> a lot of this episode is backstory of Gonfall and... Shandy. Yeah, him kind of uh explaining it and best part of it is after he's done explaining um they uh they tell him that they're here for gold and he's like I don't I don't know what gold you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which it's interesting. I I I it's making me wonder like if there's still some truth to Nolan being a liar. Mm. Like <laughs> I think even though he got, it feels like he may have had some stuff right, but still overall he was a little too uh, dreamy about mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah, and I think <laughs> we'll see it soon. Um, I don't. I know you're a little bit farther ahead than this, but I guess you haven't seen it yet. Because um, we we'll learn a bit more about how much Nolan had right and what's what what is actually happening in this scene in this conversation is probably funnier yeah. than that um but uh <laughs> yeah so we get into the past of I, I think we talked a bit about it with gunfall trying to negotiate but wiper is like no we need our land back and gunfall's trying to play both sides but it's just not going to happen um yeah and uh so war instead um <laughs> um so wiper's about to go out and fight again um they're ready to do another yeah. raid to take down an L. Now we now we finally cut back to these straw hats and this giant python. Um, <laughs> yeah, the and then they giant get split. python <laughs> with uh, yeah, a giant python that has venom that can melt trees. So not only can it swallow them whole, but it can melt them. Which I don't know if it was intentional, but. This is probably the same venom that Crocodile had on his hook. Um, I mean, it's definitely a similar situation. I'm not, it's hard to say. I, I, I can never tell if it was just particularly poisonous or if it's just so damn big and there's so much of it 
that it's potent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they get all split up, but into uh instead of like half and half, it's just all four of them are just apart now. Yeah. So this'll this'll be fun. Our our sweet baby boy is is all on his own, just a lone reindeer in the woods. Yeah. I, I feel everyone else is more than capable of keeping composure, but I, I I hope our sweet baby boy is okay. Yeah. Um you just gotta believe. Uh <laughs> so that's um that's all for this episode of the show. Um this is also the last ne- next time when we record, you've already seen it. Um there's a yeah. new opening and ending. Um and I'm such a big fan of this opening. I was I was a really <laughs> big fan of the of uh this third one, Hikari E. Um, but I'm also just such a big fucking fan of Bon Voyage. <laughs> um It's good. Just, if anything else, just the yelling of, of the, the title lyric is is so it fills me with so much energy. Yeah, so that's I guess we should talk about things we do outside of this show. Yeah, we do we do other things besides the love of the rubber yeah. boy. I just recently did a review of One Piece World Unlimited World Red. That's Deluxe Edition. Uh, One Piece Unlimited World Red Deluxe Edition, um, which is like a four-year-old game, but it just got ported to the Switch, and it looks gorgeous, and it's great. Um, But you can read uh, my very detailed thoughts on that if you go to my Twitter, which is also on my website. Um, And then I have another podcast called Got It Memorized, in which... I talk about the plot of Kingdom Hearts and try to make sense of it with my friend Wheels. Uh, also, you can follow this show on Twitter at We Are Watching OP, in which you can see um, stupid photoshops that we think of. All that I have to talk about. <laughs> it's it's basically that that Twitter is in between us being like, "Hey, there's a new episode." Is just off awful awful <laughs> shit posts that are vaguely one piece um, related. The guy that memorized one is the same way. Um with with the with the added touch <laughs> of Wheels and I racing to retweet bad Kingdom Hearts memes after they start to, to trend in our, our various circles. Um Wheels always wins. It sucks. Oh also um the next episode of that show, the next episode of Got It Memorized, which goes up tomorrow, uh of the day we're recording. So it'll be up when you hear this. Um, we have, it's the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, we have my friend Nick, uh, as a guest, it's super fun, we play True Truths and a Lie, but with Kingdom Hearts lore, um, it's so much fun and so funny, uh, so yeah, check that out. I, I also do stuff outside of watching One Piece, I, uh, if you're wondering why the D&D references come up more, it's because I've been playing it weekly with my friends. Um, we stream it every Saturday. We say eight o'clock or eight thirty, but we never start then because problems always come up, whether it's significant others uh having having an issue or someone just forgot <laughs> or slept through it, even though we do it so late. But uh you can find that at Bear Bacon Media on Saturdays. Um usually we do a vodcast the day after and I'm working on getting the previous broadcast edited onto uh youtube it's a good fun time we uh we're kind of setting up a store uh, a vague early story arc of all of our characters getting cool special magical artifacts mm-hmm. and uh in about two or three sessions it'll be my turn to dm and i've got an exciting story full of religious intrigue Ooh. that 
I'm I'm hoping that my my friends grasp any of it, <laughs> which that that's that's the downside of uh, any tabletop role playing game is because the players ultimately decide they can just ignore everything you set up and do whatever burn they want. the house down, yeah, or just just leave. It doesn't happen often, but you could people just sometimes just leave the town. You're like, oh no, oh, what do shit. I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where could we find your D and D stream? Like you said, Bear Bacon Media, but like, um. Is it twitch.tv and then through the uh, uh, Twitter account we tweet whenever we're going live too. Mm-hmm. And also on your Twitter, you can you usually tweet it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I I also realized I didn't say my Twitter, which is no I'm Jory. Uh that has been a good chunk of Skypea. We are making our way downtown. Walking fast, faces yeah. past. Um, and we'll be City of Gold bound. Um, <laughs> we'll learn some more cool stuff and we'll do some more cool stuff uh, but until then to be continued <laughs> to be continued <laughs>